welcome back to Ghoul's Night In, the spooky chat show with your best ghoul friends. I'm Penny Snark. And I'm Midge Munster. And I'll give I'll give a little bit of like behind the scenes info to our mm-hmm. listeners. Um <laughs> You're gonna we, out us. <laughs> <laughs> just that like, you know, I feel like we, we usually try and like mix up topics and mm-hmm. not like stick on the same track for too long. Um but this time we're gonna we're gonna go full steam ahead. Ooh, are we <laughs> we getting a remix to ignition? <laughs> we are a, li- a little bit, a little bit because today, the day you are listening to this, is Valentine's Day. Yo, and we talked last time about how you can find a man with an egg, and <laughs> I was delighted by that and thought that maybe we should talk about some more love-related superstitions yay oh i love this kind of stuff yes because obviously you know i i just think it's so interesting like you know you kind of we both talked about at the end of last episode just how much of kind of like divination and stuff works Mm -hmm. into some of these and just that you know people have always looked for ways um to kind of use the world to define their future you know in our our childhood we had you know mash or a magic eight ball that you might ask questions to a sweet sweet cootie catcher a cootie catcher (laughs) um you might if you're a victorian you might have a salty salty egg and i am a victorian yes thank you for recognizing me (laughs) right um so one of one of the sources um that i kind of looked through for this was actually a book from 1933 that was like cataloging different like folklores oh how cool superstitions and i really liked um i wanted to quote this part of the intro to like the marriage and love section which we will be exploring more in depth later Um, But they said, the survival of so large a number of marriage signs gives some hint of the vast number of superstitious practices which have clustered around the ceremony from remotest antiquity. Remnants of the oldest beliefs come to us, but slightly disguised in the lore of marriage and courtship. Ain't that just just the way. (laughs) Right? Ain't that that just the way? Our, Our oldest beliefs are definitely still still very present in our modern societies, um, even though they may be dressed up in different ways. I love, uh, I mean, not to not to be too far off the path here, but how many things, even just like blowing out birthday candles or like, you know, things mm-hmm. that are so based in um, kind of ancient rites and rituals <laughs> that uh, we don't think about now. But really, I mean, there's so much lore there. So it's very exciting to dive into. Yes. And um, this person did also shout out the fact um, that a picture found in the Herculaneum shows a sorceress at a wedding, like casting five stones, presumably for a purpose of divining. Um, And we are still doing all sorts of weird love related divination shit. Uh, So let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. So last time we talked a lot about eggs how about how about some chickens? Uh, so in look at German, all those chickens. yes, look at all those chickens. In German folklore, um, it says that if a virgin wants to know if she'll be married in the new year, uh, she should go to the chicken coop on Christmas Eve and knock on the door. If she hears a rooster, she will be married. But if she hears a hen, she will not. <laughs> Literally, if she uh, if if she's gonna get a, a cock or not, mm-hmm. yep. yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no word on what you should do if you're not a virgin. Um, but I guess I guess that only works for some folks. <laughs> 
that's imagine i can't imagine a more miserable way to spend my christmas eve than sitting outside a chicken <laughs> right? coop knocking on the door but pop uh, off victorians <laughs> This this will pop this popped up a lot in stuff that I was reading. Like Christmas Eve and Christmas come up a lot, which yeah, because it found was really, like a spooky yeah, thin veil exactly. time. Yeah. yeah, because like obviously you know you expect that like a lot of them are like oh on Halloween night um do this, but like Christmas was definitely fully in there. It was also considered like a very magical mm-hmm. time. Uh, so that one. And I, I feel like, you know, any any holiday you're trying to get soak up some of those special, special good vibes. Yeah. Well, and I think I mean, there's a because re- like I don't I obviously I have not like sat and done research on this for this episode. But if I recall, historians have like found that Jesus was born like in the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so like there's a reason that Christmas was picked like that time of year was picked to celebrate mm-hmm. this kind yep. of you know magical time of year uh it's it's rooted way down in there right and i also thought about you know it is still very common today for folks to get engaged um over christmas oh yeah so i think that some some of that you know it is you know just an auspicious time that for for many many centuries and amongst (laughs) many peoples that that famous song lyric it's the most auspicious time of the year (laughs) yes yeah (laughs) Yes, that is. That's what folks always say about Christmas time. Um, one simple one that I think, you know, goes back to, like you said, about like blowing up birthday candles, mm-hmm. counting flower petals. He loves me. He, he loves, loves me, me not. not. Mm. Um, this goes all the way back to medieval times. Um, really? Um, it has it is sometimes called the Daisy Oracle. Um, <laughs> and it actually is mentioned in Faust. Like oh, they wow. like it is. Oh, part yeah. Of the text. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm hmm. <laughs> Also, side note, that would be a great drag name, Daisy Oracle. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, Daisy, Daisy Oracle. Oracle. I love it. Um, another flower-related one, um, catching the bouquet at a wedding mm-hmm. means you're the next one to get married. Um, so this tradition started off a little bit different uh, than we might know it today. Uh, so this gets traced back to 14th century Europe. Um, and the tradition was actually that, like, you tried to rip off a piece of the bride's dress <laughs> to, like, get some of her, like, good, lucky, like, love vibes. And that was supposed to bring you, like, love in the coming coming times. Um, Rude, and then, okay. Right. And I guess, like, once it became, like, you know, people were, like, uh, I probably like spent money on this and I don't want right. this dress to be messed up. It became like a tradition to like throw items to like dist- quote quote distract people from trying to like rip off a part mm. of your dress. So you were like kind of scattering pieces. A lot of, of distraction at weddings. Exactly. Um, and then it kind of consolidated on the bouquet, which is, you know, an interesting look at a. I feel like this is definitely one that has very much fallen out of fashion yeah like this this is not something that happens at i it hasn't happened i don't think at any not definitely not at any recent wedding i've been to like i think that folks are kind of kind of moving moving past this one i don't remember if i threw a bouquet or not at my i know 
for a fact that we were like we were absolutely not doing a garter toss because it's so yes. weird very weird <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry sorry if anybody did that but i just i i personally do not want to have my husband up my dress at uh in front of my grandparents and yeah just, jesus just, and everybody just the, fa- just the facts of it are, 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 a bit are wild. odd yeah they're wild um, uh, do you know i don't know if this this doesn't really fall into like a love ritual but it made me think about the dress thing because originally like bridesmaids were dressed like the bride like this the whole like thing of bridesmaids was originally to like distract evil spirits oh, yeah. from trying to take over this. the bride's mm-hmm. purity on her wedding day um and so they would be like in identical gowns and i wonder uh if there was ever like did it have to be the bride's gown could you tear a bridesmaid's gown <laughs> but that's why there's so much distraction at weddings we've got yes. fake brides we've got throwing items it's all happening it's all it's all happening it's i mean i would be more excited if a wedding was more like a heist so <laughs> i am i'm in favor of that <laughs> john and kelly invite you to join them in a deep heist mm-hmm. can you find the ceremony good luck <laughs> good luck good luck uh we're gonna throw in some more birds here um so there is some valentine's day bird watching superstitions um you got to get out there on valentine's day and you gotta start start looking around because if you see a robin it means you're gonna marry a sailor if you see a sparrow you'll marry a poor man but you'll be very happy uh if you see a goldfinch you're gonna marry a millionaire okay so there you go everybody Uh, get out your binoculars and head outside with this podcast (laughs) right start start looking around and we'll see what you see i do i say now i now i'm nervous because i do see sparrows pretty frequently on like my back like little back like balcony and so i'm just like "Mm." you're gonna be happy though i'm gonna be happy about your poverty Also, it said he would be poor. I didn't say you would be poor. This is true. This is true. I I would have to be the the sugar mama there and and provide. Although, like, I'm sure from this time period, you would be like, well, sucks to suck because I'm a woman, so I'm not going to have a job. Right, right. But now it's fine. That's fine. All right. (laughs) All right. I've come I've come around. Um, apparently it is an old Italian superstition that if a broom sweeps over your feet, you will mm. never fall in love. I have heard this from my friend, actually. Yes. <laughs> and that's actually a good a good lead-in um, to kind of the, the bulk of this, because I very much fell in love with this folklore book that I told you about at the beginning. And what they were trying to do here, so this is from published in 1933, um, they were creating like a comprehensive recording of superstitions mm-hmm. believed by like people in nebraska uh, specifically specifically and i mean they're the obviously most superstitions <laughs> of places <laughs> they, they are superstitions that presumably were believed anywhere um sure. but these are kind of lists of ones that they like heard here um as part of like some kind of sociological study i could have done like a whole episode just reading this list to you (laughs) but um i decided just to pick some some particular faves and we'll see we'll have some themes um that we'll see emerging from these okay uh so the very first one that was listed was if you bump into a man and he says he did not know you it's a sign that you'll be married that he doesn't know you yes 
it was not clear if that is the man that you're going to marry or just that if you see a strange man, then you're going to get married to someone else. <laughs> but either way, I thought that this this seemed like a bold claim. This is giving like a man comes in and takes the egg from your fireplace. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just any man. I bump, just, I bump into any, people all the time. I'm clumsy. Just any man. And so it's, I'm, it's that he is a stranger, not like, oh, I didn't see you there. Not like a meet cute. Yeah. And I, I think he, I think he has to say that he doesn't know, like if he was like, oh, who are you? Then you're like, ah, marriage. Like if it's like a rude man and he's just like, hmm, and keeps going, then no marriage. So yeah, sure. I'm picturing someone bumping into them and like. That's my purse. I don't know you. <laughs> right. I also feel like this encourages like, bumping into people. Yeah. I just can't imagine. I've never run into somebody like, at the, let's say I'm at the supermarket. And I bump somebody. I've never turned around and been like, I don't know you. <laughs> like, that's not the, that's not a normal, I guess maybe that's why it's, that's the superstition. Cause who would do that? <laughs> I guess. Uh, Midge, if you fall up the stairs, you're oh, not no. getting married for seven years. Do you know that I fell up the stairs two months ago? <laughs> Did we talk well, about this? it's a good thing you're already married, man. I broke three of my fingernails, like, plumb <laughs> off my hand falling no. up the stairs. That's so funny. Yeah, thank oh goodness. goodness. I already locked one down. You. Uh, if you sit on a table, you'll never be married. Oh. <laughs> and this is, so we'll we'll see this kind of recurring thing. And I think that this definitely ties into the sweeping thing, too. Where there's a lot of things that just seem like we're trying to like force women to like behave well. Proper, right. That's yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is more about impropriety than anything. Right. And it's like, watch out. If you're sitting on a table, you're not gonna get married. If you're running up the stairs, you're not gonna get married. <laughs> like, ugh. All right. Um, if four people cross hands while shaking hands accidentally, one of them is about to be married. Okay, so two two handshakes crossing each other. Yes. Oh, okay. Which, like, I I had it's kind of like a hand binding thing in a yeah, way, right? And, yeah. And I've I've kind of had that happen at like an event where you're like meeting a small circle of people, and it's sure. kind of unclear who is gonna like shake hands first. Um, but. I like that I was one, I was like, are the two of them going to get married? Are other, but it's just like that one person in this group is One in the married. circle is about to, interesting. Yes. Um, if you splash dishwater on your apron, it's a sign that your husband will be a drunkard. <laughs> so. Yikes, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Good luck with that. The way I, every time I do dishes, I'd be walking away with just like a water stain across right? my belly from oh my like God, leaning on so the much. counter. I'm always like, how did I get so wet? <laughs> what is happening? Taylor, are you a drunk? I need to know. <laughs> um, okay, so so we've got like general ones like this. We also have some extremely specific ones. Incredible. Such as if you walk 10 rails on the railroad tracks... The next man you meet wearing a red necktie is the man that you'll marry. Okay. So you got to keep an eye out for those red neckties. Uh, ten rails. That's ten very, rails. Yeah, that is uh, very specific. <laughs> um, there are also conflicting ones 
um, such as if a girl takes the last piece of cake or bread from a plate, uh, she will be an old maid. But then the very next one is if a girl takes the last place of bread or cake from a plate, she will get a million dollar man. So like, Which you're really it? flipping a coin there. <laughs> Again, though, just, yeah, things that are just shaming women for eating. <laughs> right. And that's why I'm like, well, so now I'm like, am I going to be an old maid or am I going to get a million dollar man? Like, well, maybe you get the million dollar man, but then he leaves you because you ate the cake. So then oh, you're an old maid. Yeah. You know, because mm, women shouldn't be eating. No, <laughs> that's how dare they don't do it. Um, if you count 99 white horses, where are you? Then... <laughs> where are you at? I was going to say, I feel like this one might be specific to Nebraska because there do need to be a lot of a lot of just farm animals around. Um, and then you find a white mule to be the 100th animal. The first person, the first man you shake hands with will be your future husband. This is that. something that happened to one person. Like, right. Or like I was Mary think- Jo Jane from Nebraska sat in a field all day, counted a hundred horses and then like shook hands with her future husband and was like, it works every time. <laughs> it works every time. Or I think about how like, you know, in like, I think it was like ancient Roman times, they would say, you know, like, oh, it's the abracadabra like but every day as you wash it away like once it's gone the spell will be complete and it's just like well you know if you wait like two weeks then you're probably gonna feel better and it's like well once you find 100 white horses by that point you've probably met someone that you could marry (laughs) oh so you don't have to count them all at one time it's unclear (laughs) because that's i'm picturing i was like where are you at (laughs) Yeah, you're it is, like it, in a field with 99 white horses and one white mule. Yeah, like that's, it, it did not state whether it had to be simultaneous. They're keeping a running tally in like their yeah. their little pocket notebooks. Like, okay, yes. today I saw white horse 76. We're getting yes. close. We're getting there. We're getting closer. Um, Midge, you should pull a hair from your head. Oh, yeah. Uh, curl it by drawing it through your fingers. Uh-huh. Hold it up, and the loose end will point in the direction of your husband. Oh, I which, love hair superstitions. This just feels like by far the least useful of any of these. Like, I don't care what direction my husband is in. Like, like <laughs> how ma- how many men are like to the east of me at any given point in time? Like, that is not helpful to me. Well, I guess maybe let's say here. Let's let's play devil's advocate. We're in a room at like a ball or a party. All right. And we have a big crush on Jeremiah. We curl the hair, right? It's pointing in his direction, but there are like 12 other men over there. So later we wait like an hour and Jeremiah's over by the bar. We curl a hair again. It's pointing towards him now over there. You know, All like right. it's, maybe, okay. maybe we like use it as a, um, a checkpoint. To be like, <laughs> say like, a, like a dowsing rod. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> All right. That makes more sense. I was thinking of like, you know, we're, we're at our olden time slumber party. And right. I'm just like, well, just, my man is somewhere that way. Every man to the northwest every, of me every man is a in that direction is, could be my husband. Um, <laughs> they also have the same superstition for lighting a match, and you look like which way the like flame seems to like mm-hmm. dance towards. Um, if you, so this this one I felt like is probably an inappropriate um, way to treat a cat. Um, <laughs> oh God! But. If a number of girls shake a black cat in a new quilt, 
um, and the cat jumps out, the girl the cat jumps at is the next to be married. And I'm like, that girl is next to get scratched. <laughs> because... That girl is going to have a hard time finding a date when she's terribly maimed. Yeah, it's like, I don't think I don't think that cat's going to like that very much. Yeah, don't do that to your cats, everyone. No. And that's it's not worth it. Just go just, on a dating site. <laughs> right. It's just so interesting to me that they have just like these differentials between it's like, oh, sitting on a table. Oh, well. And then it's like, you need a black cat and a new quilt and a group of girlfriends. Let's get it done. Yeah. Yeah. Again, like, and did this happen? How does that become established? Like, did this happen one time and Becky got married after they decided to do this? For some right. strange reason, or like, was this a thing 50 people did and it worked? <laughs> <laughs> or you're just, I feel like sometimes you're just adding elements. Like you're like, ooh, a black cat. That sounds like a thing that would be in a superstition. Let's let's mm-hmm. make it a black cat. Yeah. Uh, if you did it with a tabby, it would not work. Don't be ridiculous. Yeah, someone's like, if you push a black cat under a ladder and shatter a mirror next to it. <laughs> <laughs> just building. Then there you go. They're doing like a superstition online random generator. Yes. Um, There were also a variety of like Apple related ones. And I know that I think we had talked, we talked in a previous episode about the idea of, you know, if you like can peel an apple in one go and like toss it, then it's supposed to like form like the letter of like the man that you're going to marry. This one (laughs) somewhat, uh, I just am enjoying picturing someone doing this. Okay. Um, so what you do is you take a bunch of apple seeds and you name each of the apple seeds for various male friends of yours. Amazing. And then you stick them on your face. And whichever one takes the longest to fall off is the man that you're going to marry. Perfect. I'm like, how would I, t- how could I tell? Like... You would have to have a very good memory of where exactly you placed each apple seed. Yeah. I have no idea. Mm. <laughs> there there were several that involved, like, naming things and then, like, guessing, which I felt like the most, like, like a mash or a cootie catcher, so I really enjoyed those. Yeah. Um, there was also <laughs> one that you're supposed to name each of your bedposts. A different man's name and the one that you look at first in the morning is the man you're going to marry. That's just a subconscious thing, right? right? Like you're just, you're going to train your brain to be like, okay, in the morning I want to look at Jeremy. (laughs) It's like, Jeremy. So those those ones. I looked right at it. (laughs) I looked right at it. What? It couldn't be anything but love. uh, I was going to, back to the apple seed thing real quick. I was going to mention, because our... Our dear friend Miranda uh, did her Halloween zine. Yes. And it had some like Valentine's rites and rituals stuff in it. And there was the, um, her, in her accounts of this, there was a, an apple seed one where you take like two apple seeds and press them on your closed eyelids. Um, and then the first to fall off is the least faithful of your two suitors. Ooh. And so then that was how you could tell who who you should go for based on like who's going to be the most faithful to you. Interesting. <laughs> um, I also there was also one where you're supposed to name two apple seeds and then you put them on a stove. And if they bounce, if they like pop off together, those people are going to get married. 
So that would be the situation where I would be like, OMG, Penny and Jeremiah, see what happens. Yeah. Huh. Like popcorn. But right? With, with apple seeds. Apple seeds. I was like, I was not aware that apple seeds popped. Popped, um, yeah. But I mean, I, I guess, guess anything will if you get it hot enough. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> there are... <laughs> okay, so one that I thought was especially wild involved the Bible. Oh, no. Um, not the Bible. just seemed like... You you can I'm fine with people doing whatever they want. I feel like most Bible people would not approve of using your Bible <laughs> well, in it's, this like it's divination funny, ritual. Yeah, in a divination situation, <laughs> right? Um, so if you want to find the initials of your future husband, you're supposed to put a key inside the Bible at the Song of Solomon. Uh, you tie the book shut. Then two people support the book, balancing it on their index fingers. Um, okay. And then you say and like say a whole light as a feather, stiff as a base, yeah. Light and then you, you you say a whole a whole little poem. Um, and if the Bible turns the first time that you say the verse, um, then your husband's name begins with an A. So basically, you just keep repeating this until it like falls off your fingers, and you're like, oh, that's the that's the initial of my Interesting. husband. Interesting. Why? Then what does the <laughs> what does the key have to do? I thought it was gonna be like you open it and the keys yeah, like same. moved around thought, and pointing thought, to a letter. I thought or... the key was gonna be more relevant, um, <laughs> but it it did not come back. So I don't know if it's just like to like off balance you, or if it's just because you're like because the the Song of Solomon is like a romantic right. Part. Right? Yeah. Okay. I'm like, so I'm remembering unlocking, the right thing, right? You're unlocking the romance. I guess. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. There. So there are a lot of like wild little poems um, in here, which is just like, I'm like, this is, you, you're casting a spell right now. Like, what yeah. are you doing? <laughs> um, so one thing that you could do if you wanted to know who you're going to get married um, is you look over your right shoulder to look at the new moon. And you say, new moon, true moon, I hail thee. Whosoever I dream of shall wed me. The color of his hair, the clothes that he'll wear on the day that he weddeth me. Yeah, that's witchcraft. Pop that's, off. I'm like, this is some straight up, this is some straight up witchcraft. Yeah, love um, it though. Great. <laughs> which enjoy. Rock on. Yeah. Um, you also, um, if you put a pea pod that has nine peas in it above your door. The first man who walks through that door is going to marry you. Wow. So. <laughs> what if you like live at home and your dad comes home? Like what? Ooh, unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> that just doesn't seem like a safe way to go about. Maybe you put it above your, your bedroom door or something. I guess. Then why are I, men I, coming in? <laughs> I feel like maybe that's another one that you like set up because you're just like, ooh, I've invited uh, Robert over for dinner tonight. I'm <laughs> going to put over this, later. the sweet pea pod above the door to make sure to seal the deal. And then you like freak him out because you're like, oh my God, Robert, guess what? <laughs> I put this pea pod above the door and then you came over and that means we're going to get married right and he's like oh yeah okay <laughs> right uh and the last one that made me just think like i don't think that i literally did this as like a kid but it was just like so close to anything like mash or cootie catcher related that i just related to it instantly mm -hmm. um so what you do is you take the man's name and you take the girl's name and then you cross out um any of the letters that are the same between oh, their names. Okay, so yeah, very mash. And then you count the remaining letters 
while saying love, hate, friendship, courtship, marriage. And the word that falls mm. on the last letter is what's going to happen in that to, the, to those people. That's also interesting because like when you create a sigil, that's what you do. Mm. You write out like, you know, the intention, whatever, like I am powerful. It's, uh, it's a, and then you go through and cross out all the repeating letters and then you use whatever letters are left to draw the sigil on the like wheel <laughs> it's just some of that so, old nebraska magic oh that old nebraska <laughs> that old nebraska magic uh, but yes this was an extremely fun uh list of things to read and i mean today obviously we've got tiktok filters um that are telling us who we're falling mm. in love with <laughs> or who our crush is thinking of um it always takes new forms um but i feel like every everybody has a desire to try and like get the universe to reveal something to you which is kind of interesting to me because it does imply that like there is something that is set to happen mm -hmm. which i don't know is really the way that i live my life um but i i don't let the universe tell me what to do i do my own thing <laughs> i do think it it speaks to this inherent thing like inherently human thing that we are all aware there's something bigger than us at play mm -hmm. right um whether that for you is like religion or the universe or fate or whatever like uh i think we all agree that there's something beyond our control out there and it's interesting that we you know find these ways to try to control it as best we can <laughs> yes uh so i hope that all of you enjoyed this um if you are looking to find out um what's gonna happen this valentine's day um if you are trying to figure out if you are going to marry the person that you're with or you are looking to find out who that man or lady to whatever direction of you <laughs> may be <laughs> um give one of these superstitions a try and let us know what you think Grab your binoculars and your apple seeds and call us in the morning. Yes. Get right out there. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you for joining us today um, on this fabulous episode of Ghoul's Night In. Um, if you enjoyed the show, uh, it helps us a lot if you leave us a review or a rating where you listen to your podcasts. And if you do leave a review, uh, we love to read them right here on the show. And I believe mm -hmm. Midge has one to share with us today. I do. This is from Amelia Somebody. <laughs> uh, it's a five-star review titled Spooky and Kooky, 10 out of 10. Oh, we both got five stars this time. Yes. Thank goodness. <laughs> Uh, this podcast is both spooky and lighthearted. As a spooky girl who gets scared hella easily, <laughs> I finally found my people. I love listening to Penny and Midge and Penny <laughs> banter. I, it's, I can't say our names that way. It's Penny and Midge. <laughs> <laughs> I love listening to Midge and Penny banter about strange and unusual topics. They are both informative and so hilarious. This pod really makes you feel like you're just hanging out with your girlfriends. And as a new stay-at-home mom, that's exactly what I need to combat the lonelies. I hope they continue making content for a long time. Smiley face. <laughs> Aww, we're Congrats, glad to keep mama. you company. Yes. And hopefully it helps your baby grow up spooky. Yes. I hope I hope baby is listening also. <laughs> and uh, tell, you know, give baby some binoculars so they can find out who they're going to marry. <laughs> yeah. Can't, can't know too early. Right. <laughs> Gotta start your preparations now. 
All right. Well, thank you again for tuning in. Um, if you would like to stay up to date uh, with the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Ghoul's Night in Pod. And if you are looking for me, you can find me all across the internet at Penny Snark. And you can find me at Midge Munster. And until next time, good- goodbye. Bye.